The NFL Week 3 Contest Bombs edition of the Bottom Line Bombs on the Sports Game Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use code SGP. New customers couldn't score $200 in bonus bets. Instantly when they bet just $5 on football, only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Promo code SFBX on your first purchase. Save $20. Also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em College and NFL and win up to 20 times in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away 100K. Use promo code SGPN on Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit up to $100. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. The sporting bet research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOF Bets. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. And start making smarter bets today. And with that, we are ready to start a show. The bottom line, Bob's. I am your host, CJ Sullivan, the man in the box. That's right. Welcome, JC from KC already hopping in there saying, Let's go, see generates That's correct. Um, trying to link this thing to Twitter, but we know what, whatever. If you don't know, if you don't know right now, the second half of the C block. And I don't want you. If you need a tweet to tell you to come into the bombs, I don't need you. But anyway, welcome. We got a great show today for you. It is week three NFL. We got the contest picks, the Circa Million, Circa Survivor. I'll give out five new bombs for this week. We went 4-0-1 last week. So we're hot. Not afraid to, not afraid to win. A lot of people are afraid to lose. People are afraid to win. Um, and we have Thursday night football tonight between San Francisco 49ers. And of course your New York giants. I bought them giants, baby. Huh? You bet your ass. <laughs> I can't believe that's old uncle Kevo giving me the sound bite of the year. Of the New York Giants. That's uh I might as well get into that tonight. We also have a man in the box segment, of course, at the end. I don't know we'll talk about uh well, retro pedos, Ryan Crame Dog, who's just in here. He inspired me for a man in the box segment. Um we're gonna give it out we're gonna give it away. Anyway. Um but people are already people are already shouting out Uncle Kevin. Todd Morris. <laughs> Cereals in here, my man Diggs. Um He's become a legend. Now I'm, I'm all for that. I'm all for Uncle Kevin getting the glory. This is his big night. His Giants play. They're getting 10 and a half. Versus San Francisco totals 43 and a half. A lot of conspiracies going on with the Giants with who's calling the plays. What a dumb play. What a dumb conspiracy that is. This Brian DeBuzz, he, he put his play card over his mouth. Is he calling the plays? Because they rallied against Arizona. I mean, who would 
who would get excited for a second half beating of the Arizona Cardinals? Oh, that's right. Uncle Kevin Giants, baby. Huh? You bet your ass. <laughs> I bought them giants, baby. Oh, man. Huh? I just realized this, I realize this is on a loop. I gotta stop that. I can I can play that for the show. Anyway. Um Asterio says, yeah, we saw the script. Here comes 40 to nothing. <laughs> w uh I'll give out a few bombs for tonight's game for the live, like I said, for the live audience who comes in here and watches the man in the box here live. Um, you go to the window because everyone else in the podcast hears it later. So I'll give you the I'll give you, whatever we do in prime time. We hit another one on Monday. We hit uh, well, we pushed with the Saints, but we uh, we lost it over. We had the Steelers though in a game they shouldn't have won, but they did because that's what they do on Monday nights. Um, anyway, for tonight's game, it's hard to back the Giants. I wouldn't. I'm not going to lay the ten and a half though with Sanford, even though no Saquon Barkley. We talked about this last time with the, when the Rams and the Niners play the, the white angle sports angle, not right angle sports, the popular tout company, the white angle. See, the Niners have a bunch of skilled whites. They got Christian McCaffrey. They got George Kittle. The Rams also have a lot of, so that was the king of all the uh, white angles and other players can't believe they're that fast because they're white. So they take bad angles on them and then they run into each other. And then that's how McCaffrey goes down the sideline because they take the white angle on them. So we're going to get a white angle sports release. <laughs> you ever see that with Adam, Sh- Adam Sharon off? He's like, okay. Uh, n- dial number four, three, three Titans set up, set up Titans gets a cancel. Like it makes it all dramatic. So anyway, I want to give a white angle. I want to give out a white angle uh, drop. Let's take a look at it. First of all, the first bomb we're going to give out. I mean, these giants are they're, They they might be disaster. Don't look over here, but uh, the best play I like. I don't want to lay the ten and a half because I can see the giants backdooring it and giving a little bit of a shot. There's an old rivalry, um, but the giant the, the Niners team total of twenty seven and a half seems like an auto play. So we're going to smash that. Let's just smash. First bomb for your prime time. Not part of the contest, of course, because we're doing a team total. Niners over 27 and a half. Bomb that. Oh, I forgot to start my stopwatch. Oh, well. I'll just have to go to the stream yard one. I'll do it anyway, just in case. Um, but let's get to the white angles, you know? Ooh, Captain Insano. I like I like your play of Hyatt plus 950 for any time touchdown. That seems insane, right? That seems almost insano, if you will. He had two great catches last game, and he is the hot step and rookie. The Giants only have 17 wide receivers. One of them's got to stand out. And they got Danny Dimes that uh whew, they might be in trouble tonight. They got some, they got they got a, it's not just Saquon. They have linemen injured. They have, they have a lot of trouble. That's why the Niners should get to 28, no problem. But let's do let's do a couple wide angle sports. Releases. All right. The first Waz White Angle setup is Christian McCaffrey over 81 and a half rushing yards. That's Christian McCaffrey, White Angel himself, 81 and a half rushing yards. 
That's a go. Bomb it. Keyshawn Johnson tells a story about like uh, when when McCaffrey was at Stanford and he was you know lighting it up. He went down to USC and he had to go. I had to see for myself and just ask USC players if he was actually that good because he's white. Because he's right. A lot of times the media will hype hype up someone because they're white. Because it's just it's an anomaly. We don't you don't see it too much. You don't see a white running back. So you ask him, is he that good? And I'm like, yeah, he's he's pretty fast. I mean, his lineage is pretty good. His dad's NFL players. Mom was going to volleyball, play, whatever, all that shit. Yeah. And like, yeah, no. Yeah, he is. He's fast. Okay. That's all I need to know. I needed to hear from the D backs mouth. Okay. Our next white angle sports release. I like that. Anytime touchdown for Hyatt. I think he's going to have a big game. Um, George Kittle plus 220 setup is a cancel. Cancel that. Cancel that. Ooh, no cancel. Now, first touchdown. <laughs> That'd be, that's a fun way to play it. Cancel anytime touchdown. I don't like that. But first touchdown, yes. Can I get a number on a first touchdown? What? Oh, no. I'll give that out. Where is Kittle at? For crying out loud, is Kittle hurt? What's going on? When are they taking his numbers down? They must. They, that's how quick the white angle sports release is. How about that? If I just reveal it, if I just talk about it slightly here on the bottom line bombs here on the SGPN, they are taking down numbers. I'm moving. I'm moving all the white numbers on the market. That's what the man in the box does. Cereal says Brock Purdy anytime touchdown. All the white angles. Purdy can get some moxie. I'll give it to them. Um, let's see what he's got. I'll, I'll, I'll go with that one as well. Now I got you. McCaffrey over 81 and a half yards. Niners over 27 and a half team total. And Purdy is plus 450 for a touchdown. You know what? You convinced me, Cereal. Let's give that out. Set up. Brock Christian Purdy. Mr. Insignificant, take the white angle. That's a go. I just realized my, uh, this, this parody I'm doing of right angle, white angle is, uh, for a very select niche audience. I don't even think I get the joke I'm telling right now. That's how, that's how inside this joke is in a tout world. But shout out to Adam Sharanoff. <laughs> oh man, I know Bose. You're right. You're right about that, Cyril. Bose a touchdown. Basically, just take any Niners. And Bose is the king of the the white angles. He is a legit racist. But you know what I mean. That's uh, that's how you want your white athletes. You either want them racist or ultra Christian. Usually they're the same thing. Um, but they, you know, I hate to say it, but they make good athletes. Put that in my new my uh, my. <laughs> My segment of things you can't say. I got to write that list down. I got to get that list together. Josh Allen is dumb. That's something you can't say. You want your white athletes to be racist or Christian. They're usually both. That's, you can't say that. That's for sure. Um, 
ticket scalpers. I say that for every ad read for game time. You cannot say that. Another thing you cannot say that I continue to say. Um, but like I said, come on in, come on in, cancel me. But get me on the air first. That's all I ask. Get me on the air, then come cancel me. I'm not gonna be that guy. Come cancel me, bruh. The right wing fucking fashion media coming to come after us for our freedoms, our freedoms to pick NFL games and say inappropriate shit. Man, I'm getting, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting worked up. It's time to read some ads. It's time to pay some bills and read some ads. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us. We're gonna have a good show, like I said. Uh, those are Thursday night bombs. That's just for the live audience to go out there and do because that game's coming up in a couple hours. But then we'll get into the contest. We'll give out some. Uh, we'll give out some the five contest picks and a survivor pick and a man in a box segment. But first, let me tell you about DraftKings. We're back with another week of football. And DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5, get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw down $5 on any of this week's epic matchups and walk away an instant winner. Bet the uh, Niners game tonight. Team total over 27 and a half. My favorite play of that game. Bang. Put $5 on, you get 200 back to action. Football's way more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app, use code SGP. Bet your five dollars, get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. If you've got a gambling problem, you call Wayne Hunter Gambler. And I told you, see, generics, you guys have gambling problems. Trust me, you're listening to me on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You have gambling problems, but not all problems need solved. I'm not trying to make anyone feel bad about it. Let's lean into it. Uh, but if you think you do have a problem, call White Hunter Gambler. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and more specifics. Responsible state responsible gambling resources bonus has expired. Now, game time app. That's what I was talking about with ticket scalpers. They used to make t- buying tickets an anxiety-ridden event. Went to the Dodger game on Monday night. They beat the Tigers. Uh, ticket scalpers, like I said, you can't say that anymore. Up and down Vince Scully Avenue, harassing you. They got glow sticks. Who knows what they're selling? I don't know. Are you selling tickets? Are you selling uh, foam fingers? You don't know what you're getting. You go up to the, you know, you're like, all right, here's the ticket of the game. The next thing you know, it's for uh, last year's seats, and it's the ice capage. Like, what the fuck? That guy in a members only jacket wasn't trustworthy? What? What are you telling me? Now, and you can't bring a lighter in. I went to the Dodger game. The guy took my my sports game and podcast network. Lighter. Yeah, you go through the detector. Can't bring in lighters. What? What do you mean I can't bring in a lighter? I can bring a lighter onto an airplane. I can't bring in the Dodger Stadium. The vapes, the smoke, the lighters. All right, fine. I started walking away. He goes, oh, sir, sir, what do you want me to do with the lighter? Like, he wanted a confrontation at this point. It's your lighter now. What the fuck? What do you want me to do? You can go back to your car. First of all, I didn't drive. No one drives to Dodger Stadium. Yeah, let me, let me go back my, my fucking Bic lighter. Anyway, you don't go through this when you got a game time app, is what I'm trying to say. This is, this is a commercial for game time. I'm talking about this. <laughs> I'm doing a mid-man in the box segment already. Um, browse... Go get the game time app. It's the best for last minute ticket deals. You get good prices, no hassle. You get to see the ticket, and it's actually good, cheap prices for the close you get the game time, the way it should be. 
the way the market is. Use code SFBX, get $20 off your first purchase. That's code SFBX, $20 off. Anyway, we are back here in the bottom line bombs. Um, oh, man. That's great. Todd Moore says you should call 800 Gambler and play the Uncle Kevin clip. That's right. Yeah, I got 800 Gambler. I got a problem for you. I got a problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. I took the Niners minus 10 and a half, and all of a sudden, Daniel Jones showed up. I bought them Giants, baby. Huh? You bet your ass. <laughs> and they'd say, just bet, just, uh, hopefully 1-800-GAMBLER would tell me we can solve your problem by chasing your money and doubling down on the second half with the Niners. So if, if I was running that hotline, that's exactly what I would do. I, if I was running the one eight hundred gambler hotline, I'd be like, "Okay, what's your problem? Explain it to me quickly." Oh, you're stuck because you laid the favorite. No problem. It all regresses in the second half. Hammer the second half. Chase bad money with worse money. It can't go wrong. Obviously, I'm joking. And bankroll management is very key in any successful handicapper's life. That being said, let's do some bombs. It's trap week here, NFL week three. They said NFL week two is overreaction week, and then week three is, uh, I know, now we do got a problem. Um, trap week. There's a lot of big lines, a lot of heavy faves. I don't like, I'm always, I'm weary of those big lines. So we're going to break down. Let's see what we got here. We have... I'm already dropped. So we went 4-0-1 last week. I did a little Benedict Arnold for you. I told you I switched off to Chargers and went to the Falcons. So it was a loss to a... It was a loss to a tie, which is what I deserve. Because in the contest, a tie is just as good as a loss anyway. But the Austin Eckler injury news came out. I didn't know he was going to wear his billabong tracksuit, you know? And Sibbies, Austin Eckler. You got to be careful about these running backs this year. They don't want any parts of their team because their team wants no parts of them. So, yes, I betrayed UC Generates. I switched off the Chargers. And, hell, I might do it again. So be weird. These are the five bombs I'm giving out right now. I'll take these. These are the bombs I'm taking. These are definitely the bombs I'm taking for the contest. Uh, like I said, I want to try to avoid any even numbers. I don't want to... Uh, have pushes because you want to have a win or a loss basically when you're trying to win a contest with thousands and thousands of people, but you also want winners. So, um, first game we're going to start off with is new England at the jets minus two and a half. New England is minus two and a half. Um, there's a theory coming into week three that I like playing here. It's teams that are zero and two that are playing one and one teams. Not playing 2-0 and teams, but teams that are 0-2 are very desperate. Obviously. Because they all read that you can't go 0-3 or you'll never make the playoffs. Even though it's kind of, I don't know if they've equated that to the 17-game season. Now, but still, everyone knows you can't go 0-3 or your season's dead. So I look for 0-2 teams that are playing 1-1 teams. That trend is 71% against the spread, which is a pretty high number. 
There's five games, five teams that we're not going to hit all five. Some, some I just can't play. But we're going to start off with New England my, versus the Jets. New England's minus two and a half. Now we've talked about this. Obviously, this Jets team. I try to avoid this Jets team, but I feel like I feel like no matter what, this Jets team is going to be a part of the conversation with the bottom line bumps. Now the Patriots own the Jets. Belichick owns the Jets. They've been like 14 straight times. Something crazy. Um, but this is definitely everyone's down on Belichick. Everyone's d- d- disgracing his legacy because they're out to they're, they're the constant. Uh, uh, he's nothing without Brady. Yeah, he's different without Brady, but he's also had horrendous quarter. He's also had Cam Newton. Mac, Mac Jones doesn't look bad. Their offense does not look bad. You know, they lost to the Eagles and Miami, two pretty damn good teams. Yes, they were at home. They should have beat Philly. They could have beat Philly. I don't say they should have. Had a chance to beat Miami. That was a, that was a weird game, that Miami game. Uh, a, New England, a Patriot fan died that, that game. People, I don't think people are talking about that enough. Miami Dolphin fans punched this old man in a fight and murdered the guy. He died. And then the autopsy, they said it was for, uh, they said it was medical medical issue. Yeah. The medical issue was his brain got punched and, <laughs> and it couldn't function when blood stopped flowing in his brain due to being punched by asshole dolphin fans. I'm not saying the Patriot fan wasn't an asshole. I'm not saying people don't deserve it, but Holy fuck. The fuck what's going on in NFL games. It's all you see is just brawls and violence. It's, 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 it's worse than MMA and like boxing. Like you, I get MMA and boxing crowds. There's a lot of testosterone working up at the football fucking fans, the violence. It's crazy. Cause it's always flowing downhill and sections. You're, you're just in a bad spot with the seats and jerseys and beers and ownership. It's all, it's just, it's pretty gross. Lane Elliott. Says as a Jets fan, there's a total pat spot. He's surprised it's not higher in favor. Well, I mean the 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 line should be. I have the line should be around two. I don't. I don't think there's too much of an advantage in talent wise. Although I'm just sick of these. It's going to take a few more. I think this might be the end. Belichick. His his genius days of shutting down. Two although two had a nice limited game. He limited him. He did a limited Jalen Hurts too. What do you think they're going to do to Zach Wilson? Even though Zach Wilson's been in, got the ear of Aaron Rodgers, this 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 is one that this one almost ruined this game last year. Almost ruined Zach Wilson's career, which I always thought he got railroaded on that one. Last year, the Patriots won was like ten to nine or ten to three on a punt return. Awful game. No 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 one scored any offense. And then the Jet reporters go to Zach Wilson. They're like, uh, do you think you owe the defense an apology? Like, what a bullshit baiting question I was. Don't you think you owe him an apology the way you guys are terrible? He's like, no, I don't. I don't think we did anything wrong. And that that was it. What the fuck? You don't think you did anything wrong? Zach Wilson, that's disgusting. That is a disgusting act. And so he couldn't recover from that. They had to bench him. And then Brittany Mike White and the whole situation. And now, like I said, he should be gone. They spent all summer saying, 
Zach Wilson, you're awful. We're so glad we have Aaron Rodgers, and thank God nothing bad will happen to him. So now we're ready to go. Don't you remember that, Zach? When, how bad you were? And now he's back because they couldn't get rid of him. I don't know why they didn't get rid of him. Just Trey Lance's ass out of there. Who cares? Rip the Band-Aid off. They're like a couple that breaks up, but they still got a lease together for like a year in the apartment, or they got a dog they got to take care of, and now they're stuck, and they both hate each other. And they keep trying to tell us <laughs> that they like him. We have full confidence in Zach. He's different after they got smoked by Dallas last week. They huddled around him and yelled out loud, this year it's different. This is a different Zach. Yes, he's still horrible, but he's mature and horrible now. Now he wears a headband to keep sweat out of his eyes. Both not to score a touchdown would be, I mean, not a bad play. That being said, give me the New England Patriots minus two and a half. RIP to the medical issues of their fans of getting punched in the fucking head. Wow. As we were in and um, that's our first bomb of the day. First bomb of the contest. Patriots minus two and a half. It's a little bit chalky, but I mean, come on. This is where Belichick comes to shine. And Zach Wilson. Like, yeah, Zach Wilson got something to prove. Fuck you. If I'm, if I'm Zach Wilson, I tell the Jets to fuck off. I want to play as terrible as possible. Just to get them. I don't know. Brees Hall. That, that, that Jets loss. Yes. First of all, here's, here's, here's the people that want to talk about out loud. I don't know if the Jets would have been that much better versus Dallas last week if they had Aaron Rodgers. That team's got some problems. Yes, their defense is great. But that O-line is a mess. Brees Hall, you're mad. You only got four carries. You're tweeting out him four football emojis. You should be happy you only got four carries. That defense is a destroyer. <laughs> destroyers. It would have hurt you. He tweeted out four football. Everything's so fucking drama with the end of these athletes. And they well, are Gen Zers. You forget these kids are like 23. Four footballs. They only got four touches. And Brees Hall, you're coming off major knee surgery. The team's season is over. I don't know if you noticed, Brees, but we're done. We we hitched our ride to a 40-year-old fucking transcendental <laughs> faux fucking hippie. All right? And his Achilles blew out with his goddamn ayahuasca-laced training regimen. Anyway. Let's move on. We have Patriots minus two and a half. <laughs> Captain Sato talking about the fan medical issue equals disorderly conduct. Wide range of meaning is absolutely right. Um, Cyril also says, what explains more losses? Hall not getting the ball enough or Fields robotic play being coached? Well, trust me. Trust me, Cyril. We'll get to the Bears. I'm saving the Bears for the end. I don't know if we're going to bomb, but we'll talk plenty of Chicago Bears at the end. What a what a fun day they had yesterday. Anyway, let's get to the second bomb, and that is Detroit versus Atlanta. This line is Detroit minus three. Now we we faded Detroit last week because 
they were just too overhyped. Seattle came in. We bought them low as an overreaction. They won outright. We had them plus the points. We didn't even need it. Seattle won outright. One of the great bombs we gave out. It was Barry Sanders. Of course the Lions were going to fuck up. One of the great handicappings we do here on the bottom line bombs is knowing is we obviously we go for the narrative. We go for the bit and we go for the miserable fans and what they deserve and what they get. That's why we had the Steelers on Monday night. Cause we knew Cleveland Brown fans were riding too high after destroying the Bengals. We knew they don't get things that we, they don't get good things in life. And what happened? They lost to the Steelers. Nick Chubb got destroyed. Got got hurt for the season. So they threw a bunch of money at Nick Chubb. Why not? Good job, Browns. You have a morally questionable quarterback you gave $250 million. So you might as well get a morally questionable running back who also hasn't produced since 2018. Good work. Anyway, uh, Detroit, Atlanta. Now Atlanta's coming in 2-0. They're questionable 2-0. Detroit, I think, is a much better offense at home. They got that out of their system. This line should be about six. That's what I thought I had it at. So when I saw three, and I hate minus three in contest because that's what I'm saying. This is the closest thing to a push. That's what I don't want to do. I do not want to push situation, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think Detroit wins this by double digits. Uh, I like them at home. I love that offense. I don't think Desmond Ritter is good at all. He's getting a pass with all these younger quarterbacks, but Desmond Ritter is not good. I mean, he can run the ball well. He might be good eventually. Obviously, they're too young to to find out now. Bijan Robinson is awesome. But Robinson versus Jameer Gibbs, another rookie running backs. It's big for that. Although people just automatically assume Jameer Gibbs is gonna have the line the lion share. Did I really just do that pun? I did. I did the lion share about talking about the lions. <laughs> Aren't I adorable? Anyway, uh they say Reynolds is gonna split the carries 50-50. Either way, Dan Campbell, Jared Goff. I like the Lions to bounce back here. So we're gonna take the Lions minus three to win by double digits over Atlanta. Bomb that. Dan Campbell will rally the troops. Dan Campbell is a is a player around. Players love him. Even though his motivational tactics are a little cheesy. He quotes Metallica lyrics to the play. You, you think fucking Jameer Gibbs and Amron St. Brown are motivated by Campbell doing Metallica lyrics? He doesn't even do good Metallica. He doesn't even do like old Metallica. He does like, you know, Rock St. James Metallica or whatever the fuck, whatever the new shit is. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Like I said, your play, your white players, you want to be either racist or Christian. And if they're deep in the hair metal, deep fucking heavy metal, there's a chance. It's not quite country music, but it's uh, it's 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 cousins to uh, problematic racist behavior. But he's great. That was a great pun. You know, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not I'm not going to apologize for a pun, Captain Sano. Thank you very much. The lion share. I'll, I'll I'll double down on that. <laughs> Deshaun. Serial says is grab grab more face masks and girls grabbing his junk and massages. Yeah, Deshaun Watson. What were you doing on Monday night? Deshaun Watson grabs a face mask, pushes the referee. They don't kick him out. Why? Because he's Deshaun Watson. He's a quarterback, and people are mad about it. Yeah, they don't judge it fairly because they don't want to kick a quarterback out. Yeah, no shit. That's called the product. They have a billion dollar TV contract. Why would they? Actually, I kind of agree with them on that one. Anyway, that being said, those are two bombs. Oh man, Jesus, my show gets so. I get you guys are so great in the comments that I get lost in my 
I got lost in my script here, my outline, my paper, and my passion. I got my notebook here. I got my clipboard. Look at that for people watching online. I'm, I'm, I'm the analog host here on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network. I'm the only one who doesn't bring in the analytics. But we come back. Oh, should I do another bomb and then get... I did a three and three. I should, put, I should do this one quick. Mm, actually, I'm wasting too much time. Here's me contemplating. Should I do an ad read or should I do my next bomb? And instead, I'm doing neither. I'm just wasting time. So let's just get to the ad read. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team. All season long, you can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. $100,000 Sunday content, Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. Total $2 million in prizes all season long. 100K in prizes this week. 10K to 10 people this week. New sweepstakes, sweepstakes every week in the NFL season. This week's higher or lower is Tyreek Hill receiving yards, 91 and a half, higher or lower. So even if you're wrong, you still have a chance to win 10K. So what you do is you play the lineup in Underdog Fantasy. You put Tyreek Hill in there. You go higher because he's going to go higher versus Denver. Um, they're just, first of all, Denver's just a mess. They're talking about putting a wristband on Russell Wilson. That's your big move, Sean Payton. You're supposed to be a fucking guru and your big move is put a wristband on Russell. Okay. See how that works out. Uh, but that Miami offense is clicking. So take Tyree kill. Waddle is actually questionable too. So I like that anyway. Anyway, and they pick an underdog fantasy. What they do is they pick out 10 random winner, 10 guys randomly, and they give them 10 K each. Not too bad. Tell you what, if I win that, I'm you only see me on Monday. So watch along, make your picks, make a little cash over there. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, underdog will double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. The underdog fantasy code, press code SGPN. Also, Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger and better sport in the NFL season. Hall of Fame bets, sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, soccer bet with historical stats and data. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning Hall of Fame bets. And we are back. Let me write that down. 34, 57. That's what I came back. Um, yeah, get some research for your for your parlays. That'll help. Anyway, uh, I use it actually. It does help out a lot. But also, so who's listening to see uh, bottom line bombs? Thank you, everyone who's listening live to the man in the box. Giving out. Giving out bombs here for the NFL Circa Contest. All the lines I'm using is from the, the official Circa Contest, which you can see on their Twitter feed. Um, we're trying to trying to bounce off our 4 0 one week last week. We are, so that makes us 6-3-1 total on the season because we went 2-3 uh, week one when Buffalo couldn't beat a Zach Wilson-led Jets team. Oh, well, that happens. That set us up for now because now, we're like we said, like I said, this is where I want to be, where I can just not even think about it and just fire off winners because a lot of these games are going to hold our nose. First one's the one you don't have to, and this one I like a lot. This is Green Bay versus, Car- versus, sorry, versus New Orleans in Lambeau. Line is only minus two. Packers minus two. Now, the Packers, people don't really know about because they destroyed the Bears week one. We're like, oh, these Packers are, yes, they're not as bad as we thought. Jordan Love's great. Still the same team. And then we're like, oh, 
the bears are an absolute dumpster fire from head to toe. They're a bad team. They're a bad organization. They're bad. Everything. They're a nightmare. So maybe we shouldn't put too much stock into that game. They throw pick sixes to D tackles. I like what Baker's doing down there. Um, Then they went into Atlanta. They were up big. They blew the game late, but Atlanta kind of dominated the the rush game. Now that's important. Atlanta didn't know how to throw, but they did run all over. And the Bears kind of ran over Green Bay too. The Saints can't run the ball. Jamal Williams is out. Kamara doesn't come back till next week. For uh, he gave somebody a, he gave someone a medical issue in an elevator in Las Vegas. When the guy stepped into the elevator and then he medically issued his face for about 10 minutes with the bottom of his boot and stomped the shit out of him. Uh, beat him nearly to death. He got three games for that, which is, you know, hey, like I said, you don't walk into another man's elevator in Las Vegas. You don't know what just happened to him on that floor, what he's tilting from. You don't hop in, hey, can I get an autograph? No. But you can get absolutely jumped right now at three in the morning at Caesars. Anyway, uh, Packers, two road games are one and one. Played tough versus Atlanta. Uh, I think they are pretty good. And I think that, and you got the Saints coming off a Monday night win. You got two Monday night games. I like to fade Monday night winners. Short week, back to back road games for the Saints. Derek Carr is just Derek Carr ish. He does not look good in the road. Um, that whole NFC South. We're gonna we're fading Atlanta and we're fading the Saints. The NFC South is good when they play each other. But when you get them on the road against more quality teams, I'm gonna look for these opportunities. I'm gonna look for these opportunities. What a what a fucking what a <laughs> I can't believe I just said it. I sound like a mob. Anyway, we're gonna go Green Bay minus two. Let's bomb that. Another one that's minus two. It's minus two. So I don't like. I don't like that. There's no half on there because I don't want to push. But two, and I'll knock over when I say that shouldn't be a push. I feel pretty comfortable with that Packers minus two. All right. So now we've given out three bombs. We've given out New England, Detroit, and Green Bay. All short numbers. Now let's get to some of the big numbers, right? Let's get to some of the fun ones. These are the ones that uh, hold your nose, if you will. Good golly, Miss Molly, what are we doing? And uh, speaking of that Monday night game, which the Saints won versus Carolina, Carolina looks terrible. I mean, absolutely horrible. Frank Reich looks bad. Bryce Young looks horrendous. They just look, they just look all kinds of out of sorts. It's been announced today that Andy Dalton is going to be quarterbacking for these Panthers, which I like because I was going to take these Panthers no matter what, even with Bryce Young, and just hope for the best, basically. But now that Andy Dalton's in there, I have a lot. I have, I do have some confidence. They're getting six and a half in Seattle. This is another zero and two team playing a one and one team. Like we already said, is seventy one percent against the spread. It's a pretty good system. A desperate Carolina team in a division that is winnable. Seattle. We've been on the right side of Seattle. Geno Smith, he's the only quarterback that can win comeback player of the year multiple times in the same season. 
He goes from awful to great to awful again. So you're going to have a desperate Carolina team going in there with Andy Dalton. I did, Who knows? Andy Dalton's even on his roster. I did. This is one of those things where, listen, Bryce Young, your ankle's not good. No, I'm good, coach. No, trust me. It's, it's not good. No, I want to play. No, we know we want to play, but you can't. Why? Because your ankle is hurt. Don't let us, don't make us hurt your other ankle. Okay. So Carolina getting six and a half in Seattle with the 12th man. Oh God. Is there anything more annoying than the, the 12th man? We're part of the team. You know what? Seattle should be called. If I, if you guys really want to be the 12th, then they should be called for too many men on the field. Then opening kickoff. Too many men on the field. Packers are owners. Cereal says, uh, so we're going to give out Carolina plus six and a half. Bomb that. Cereal says Green Bay seems like a good teaser leg to plus three and a half. Well, not bad, I suppose. Um, when it comes to NFL teasers, I'll get into that cereal. They say don't go through the number. Meaning if you're minus three, don't bring it to plus three or whatever. You want it to count. You want to get someone that's like plus two and push it up through eight, like through a touchdown, get it set that way. Or if it's like minus seven and you bring it down to one, like Baltimore or something like that. So it's questionable when you go through that, but listen, I like the Packers straight up. I'm not going to tell you. No, I'm not. Listen, you guys have plays. You guys have Packers plus three and a half. I say go for, I'm not going to talk you out of anything. I'm not one of those guys. You say hi at any time, touchdown, 10 to 1. I say bomb it. That's why I'm bad uh, gambling advice. Because people come to me for advice, and I always say, yeah, bet it. Why not? I can't afford it. Who cares? Double down. What do you think about the Giants straight up? I'll tell you what I think about it. I bought them Giants, baby. Huh? You bet your ass. You bet your ass is what you do, see generates. So go ahead and take it. I'm not going to talk you out of it. That being said, those are four bombs we've given out. We got to hustle up. This one's even grosser than Carolina with Andy Dalton plus six and a half. This one, I guarantee you, not too many people in the contest are going to have. That's my prediction. And that is Dallas, Arizona. The line is 12 and a half Dallas in Arizona. Now Dallas has a history of being, of having tough games in Arizona and losing outright out there. They never play good in the desert out there. There's a lot of cowboy fans there. Cause there's a lot of cowboy fans everywhere. They're America's team. They're America's assholes is what they are. Uh, they're everywhere. And especially out there in the desert. It's a weird stadium out there. Um, Here's the thing with Arizona, and I don't think this is going to last too long with them. They're a bad team. I'm not saying they're good. Everyone just assumed they were going to tank because they got rid of Colt McCoy right before the season started, and they're playing Josh Dobbs. I mean, okay. Is getting rid of Colt McCoy tanking? I mean, Todd Moore said, it'd be hilarious if you had Uncle Kevin Ramley call into the show and talk to Oh, trust me, we'll get... Once Kevin, once once my uncle Kevin Todd Morris realizes he's becoming a celebrity here at the Degenerates, we can make that happen. He'll 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 love 
the fame from up there in Hartford. He's up there in Hartford, the old Hartford bookie. Uh, he's not a bookie anymore. I shouldn't call him out like that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll work something in there. Get uncle Kevin in there. I already, I already tried to send. I tried to send him the last episode. I'm like, yeah, your voicemail, you're a soundbite. Now he doesn't know how to operate this thing. He doesn't know how to fucking work on iTunes or whatever. I'll have, to, I'll have to literally cut him a clip of him. And I'm like, ah, there it is. Not bad. Hot guy, dude. He calls me dude. That dude. He thinks that's demeaning. Um, but Arizona, they played tough. They played Washington tough. I mean, they were up 20 to nothing on the Giants, 28-7. Dobbs looked good. Connor looked good. Yes, the Cowboys do look good. <laughs> I'm not. I, I, there's no talking my way around Dallas. Probably the number one ranked San Fran and Dallas are your one, two power ranked teams. But Dallas, you know, they had that 40 nothing game versus the Giants, which is kind of a freak game. Um, and then they had the Jets, two, you know, it was the first Zach Wilson game. This. I might argue this is the toughest quarterback they've faced so far, Josh Dobbs. I mean, getting 12 and a half at home, that used to be a thing, a double-digit dog, like splitting aces. You don't even think about it. You just bet it and, and let God sort it out. So we're going to do a little Bidwell action. Um. Arizona Cardinals, the land of witness protection. That was the thing with Giants. There's a Giants game last week. All those, all those greaseball Giant fans there at the Arizona game, all outing themselves in witness protection so they could see the gents. So they could see Danny Dimes fucking dropping. Baby. We came back, baby. 31 28, Danny Dimes. You bet your ass. Uh, so the Cowboys go in there riding high 12 and a half. It's just a huge number to play on the road for, for a place that's always been a house of horrors for them. We're going to take Arizona who, despite the media saying of them tanking are actually trying to, they're actually professional athletes with families trying to play and win games. So we're going to take the 12 and a half plus 12 and a half. Bob it. How about Kyler Murray putting out a video on TikTok saying he's, 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 he misses football so much. I tore my ACL. I never had an injury. I can't believe how many how, I missed the games. I can't with the okay. Well, we, we don't miss you, Kyler Murray. Arizona's like, you take it easy, Kyler. You're fine. You're fine right where you're at. Um, so all right, to recap the five bombs we're giving out for the contest: New England minus two and a half, Detroit minus three, Green Bay minus two, Carolina plus six and a half, Arizona plus twelve and a half. Three small faves and two big dogs. Uh, for all you see generates out there, the other the other zero and two teams playing one and one games. With Carolina, New England, Houston is also in that situation. Cincinnati, I was going to put Cincinnati on this list. I like them to uh, rescue their season Monday night versus the Rams, uh, but that line went up to three, and and I don't want to play another minus three. I just don't want to do it. And of course, there's the Joe Burrow questions of if he's going to play or not. But I still like the Bengals in that game. But they did not make the top. They did not make the five bombs. But the survivor pick, the fifth one I didn't mention is the Chicago Bears. They're also 0-2, and they're playing a 1-1. Granted, the 1-1 and team they're playing is Kansas City, the Super Bowl champions. 
That line is 13. Now we're not going to play it. There's only one side to play. You can only play Kansas city. I mean, the bears are a nightmare right now, but the reason why we're not playing it, I don't just assume I don't like media driven lines. Like, well, they're a mess. So they can't, they can't possibly focus on a game. They can focus on a game. They don't care. Now are they good enough to stay with? I think the only reason why I'm not taking Kansas city to cover 13 and I'm sure they will is because of Nagy. They're like, Oh, it's a revenge spot for Nagy. Mahomes loves Nagy. Nagy's terrible. Have you seen Kansas City's offense this year? That it's bad because of Nagy. He's like Dean Smith. They used to say about him, the only guy who could hold Michael Jordan under 20 points is Dean Smith. And he's the only one who could stop Mahomes is Nagy. It seems like it. That said, Kansas City will roll the fucking Bears. The Bears yesterday, unbelievable. That gets us to our survivor pick. Our survivor pick will be Kansas City. It is the lock of the survivor picks, it seems like. If you lose, can't if you if the Bears beat Kansas City in Kansas City and you lose your survivor pool because of it, so be it. I mean, Justin Fields, hilarious, goes on a speech yesterday, blames the coaches. There's video of him just completely not throwing the ball to receivers that are wide open in the end zone, taking sacks. Because what do you think the problem is? Ah, too much thinking by my part. Why are you thinking so much? Yeah, coaches, they want me to learn plays and shit, you know? It's not what I'm used to. Too much rain in the clouds, as they say. Too much thoughts up there. Trips me up. So what I'm going to do is just be me and say, fuck it. What? Yeah, they call into play. I'm turning off my headset. I'm going to do a wordle on my, my wristband. These coaches and they're so they nag so much about learning systems and plays. Ugh, boring. So that's not a good sign. <laughs> you go to Kansas City and your quarterback doesn't want to think. He thinks he says the problem is he thinks too much out there. So that's that's not good. Oh yeah, and there's a, there's the uh, Taylor Swift angle, as Todd Moore says, as Travis Kelsey is getting into the uh, Taylor Swift business. Perfect, Travis. Hope she makes another album out of you. Enough of Travis Kelsey. My God, is he annoying? Um, but I can definitely see Travis Kelsey be, being too distracted with. Why not? They can let they can let Taylor Swift play a quarter if they want and still beat the fucking Bears. Um. Now what position? Now what position would Taylor Swift uh, play? Swifties. I don't know. By, by the way, um, by the way, that's what I feel like. I feel like I'm just talking to you guys. We were talking about the NFL Super Bowl halftime show the other day and how they don't pay their acts because they're like, God, oh, the exposure's good enough. We're the NFL. How about the exposure? They said that to Taylor Swift. Yeah, Taylor Swift, we're not going to pay you, but you, we'll give you the exposure of the Super Bowl. What do you think? Yeah, Taylor Swift's like, yeah, that's nah, okay. I think they, I think people know my name. I'm good on that. And you would be opening for me, football. How about we do half and half? You do a little half of your game. I'll do the other half of concert. We'll see who gets bigger numbers. Anyway, the NFL's hilarious with that. Then you had the defensive coordinator situation with Allen Williams. That was bizarre yesterday with the Bears. He didn't coach last week versus Tampa Bay. He officially coached versus the Packers, even though they gave up 38 points. But if you say he was out there, okay. And then they're like, okay, well, what's up with Alan Williams? And they're like, ah, we don't know. Is he still higher? Is he still the coach? We don't know. I won't say. 
And then he resigned for met family and health issues. And then there was rumors wild rant running wild rampantly online. They said Hallis Hall got in, <laughs> uh, raided by the FBI by Peanut Tillman, who was an FBI agent. They said his house did. And then there was rumors. I mean, and these are just internet rumors. And this and these are rumors that football fans start when your team is doing bad and there's vagueness going, and this is kind of shady, but you can tell fans are certain. There is rumor and I'll, and I'll just throw it out there. I'm on the reddits. I'm on the dark webs, but there's internet rumors that the, that the FBI, I mean, I, th- I, I bet it's probably for gambling or you have some kind of fa- affair. There was rumors that they, they raided his computers and there was like child porn going on. Which, that sounds like something an angry bear fan would just make up. <laughs> Anytime like a quarterback is doing bad in a blue collar town, they'll say he's, they'll have rumors that he's gay just because they're so fucking meat heady. Yeah, I heard he's gay. Child porn, defense quarter child porn. What? The only thing that's the only way to explain Baker Mayfield beating you is he was too distracted by child porn on his computer. Anyway, those rumors were circulating. Then he had reported, like reports, but like people like Will Compton and those guys, like it's wild. No one wants to get fired for it, but that's what I heard. So they're saying it without saying it. You can say whatever the fuck you want on Twitter and X. Elon Musk approves of it all. So this was quite a day for the Bears. It was amazing. I mean, they're amazing. People thought they were going to be good, and it, they're they're zero and two, and it already feels like they're zero and thirteen. What is going on in Chicago? My own, my old town, my kind of town. Defensive coordinator has child porn on his computer. (laughs) Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Now, that's quite a rumor to throw around. So I will uh, not say it's confirmed with Alan Williams. Either way, the Bears are a mess. So take the Kansas City Chiefs as your survivor pick. Number two behind that, if you don't want to waste the Chiefs, because especially in the Circa, you got to maybe save Kansas City for the Christmas game or something like that when they play the Raiders. Uh, Jacksonville at home versus Houston is a, eh, it's a questionable one. They're laying nine and a half. They should win. Off of a loss, I like that. But Houston wins in Jacksonville. It's what they do. They did it last year. Thirteen six eliminated a lot of people. I mean, they, that's. I mean, it's always been a tough spot. But I think Jacksonville will be focused more for it this uh, this year around. So I, I'm a little more confident in Jacksonville this year with CJ Stroud a quarterbacking. And but it's just a tough history. So I go Kansas City one, Jacksonville two. Todd Moore says that Taylor Swift could be the kicker like Kathy Ireland, the necessary roughness. One of the great, great, bad sports movies, necessary roughness. Kathy Ireland used to be, used to be a, used to be a fan favorite of the man in the box. Well, yeah, when, when I was a little boy in the box, that sounds, that sounds creepy. Um, but yeah, she was amazing. Three time, three time back to back sports illustrated swimsuit cover. You had Scott Bakula. You had Sinbad. Shout out to Sinbad. 
Uh, Featherstone, who played as who's the receiver, but he's the linebacker in the program. Rob Schneider doing his Schneider stick on the PA. Almost. Yeah, the fucking <laughs> drug dealer from Scarface is the coach having a heart attack or indigestion. Uh, Larry Miller. I love necessary roughness. Um, it's got back a little a weird career. Anyway, that being said, those are the survivor picks and the contest picks. Now let's get into the box. <laughs> Um, couple things I wanted to talk about. Uh, one was we'll get into the <laughs> the pedo thing was weird that it came out yesterday. It was on your line. Um, you don't hear about that too much too anymore. Now it's so devastating. The pedo talk, kitty porn, people like to call it. Uh, we're but it, it brought up like old episodes of like sitcoms, like different strokes and shit. That has a famous one where. Where Gary Coleman almost got raped by that dude. <laughs> they gave him wine and like uh, had him weird watch weird cartoons. But that's how shit was in the 80s. That's how you learned about this stuff. Like, well, it's it's happening. So here's a very special episode where <laughs> Gary Coleman almost gets raped by the Maytag guy. What? Yeah, that was prime time. That's here we go. And Silver Spoons. What was Silver Sp- Silver Spoons' special episode? It was a hunting one, I think. I remember that when Ricky Schroeder, which is ironic because now Ricky Schroeder is a crazy Republican who lives in Montana who doesn't mind hunting at all. But here is a rich kid, and then uh, they went to go shoot a deer, and he couldn't do it. Broke down and cried in a very special episode. I miss the very special episodes. The sentimental. Then there's the drug one from Saved by the Bell. But, man, that's how we teach kids and us about molesters. Hey, listen, it's going to happen. So don't, if, 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 a, if, a, if an old man at a bike shop gives you a free bike and tells you to take your shirt off and takes photos of you, well, he's probably going to jerk off to you. Okay? So take the free bike. That's basically what that episode was. There's no such thing as a free lunch. If you get a free bike from an old man, it's because... He's going to nut to your shirtless, tiny body. (laughs) Oh, that's right. That's right, Captain Insano. Silver Spoons one was the boy was being beaten by his father. And he told told Rick Schroeder not to tell anyone. Very special episode. (laughs) Child abuse. (laughs) Why do we need to see all that? Listen, let's, can't we just keep this in the dark? Keep this a secret for crying out loud? I know the Jesse Spano one it had the opposite effect. Now, I didn't want to be molested. And I didn't want to get beaten by my dad. And I didn't want to shoot a deer in the face. But as Tom Moore says, the Saved by the Bell one with Jesse Spano doing caffeine pills. That looked fun. She was cleaning her room. She's wigging out. She's getting A's and tests. What's the problem? And now we're all on Adderall. So I had a reverse effect. Way to go, say by the bell. Anyway. This all came out because of the defense coordinator. <laughs> that's that's a tough rumors as quote. Well. Anyway. Um, 
What's, what are we looking at the time? Oh my God, I'm already over an hour. Oh God. How do I do this? How do I keep going like this and just talk forever? I got to stop. Uh, shout out to Ryan Kramer and his Giants tonight. Good luck to your Giants, even though we have the uh, Niners team total over. We can we can thread the needle. Giants Giants can win the game, and the Niners can go over 27 and a half. We both win. I bought them Giants, baby. Huh? You bet your ass. Last week we were watching the game I here in the studio. Giants, <laughs> I forgot baby. this is on a loop. <laughs> You bet your ass. All right, Kevin. That's enough. Um, and he was, we were tilting him. He came back and Kramer, God bless him. We all had Denver versus commanders. We lost that. We saw that fall apart in our face. And then we then he got his giants to win. And the next day he's like, oh man, I forgot. I totally bet the Giants money line of 550 for like a thousand. I forgot. And I looked at my account, I had like eight thousand, and I didn't even have any money on Denver. I was just rooting with you guys and I felt your pain. I'm like, what? Those are some of the worst people in gamblers. They're rooting hard. Then they then they tell you after the result that they didn't have that bet at all. Oh, actually, it didn't register, so I'm better off. Sorry. It's just you guys that lost. What the fuck? I know. I just wanted to share along the ride. So now that I bring up that story, I hope these Giants do get smoked tonight. But they could. Anyway, um, that's going to do it for today's Bottom Line Bombs. That reminds me of an old segment, The Worst People in Gambling, which I did last year. Maybe I'll bring that back. I already have things you can't say. That I did. That was very uh, racist related. What I gave out my white angle sports releases. So good luck on that tonight. Gave out my contest bombs. Um, worst people in gambling. Man in the box segment. Well, we're really piling up a segment. This is actually becoming a show. Thank you, Cgenerates, for watching here live on YouTube. Make sure you hit the like button. Uh, subscribe. Do the five star review. I want to give out free man in the box shirt to someone who does it. Follow me on the Instagram. CJ Sullivan was taken. Not like Liam Neeson. Uh, or Twitter at CJ Sullivan underscore. Um, see generates. I'll be in Chicago, not this weekend, but next weekend doing shows at the Lincoln Lodge and the Laugh Factory. Uh, come check me out on my handles out there. I'll be can't wait to see some people. I met some see generates up in Edmonton. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's gonna do it for the show today. There's some bombs. Here's a man in the box. And here is the bottom line bomb theme song to get you out of here. See you guys.